Hey, Blonde Moments podcast listeners. It's your girl, Melinda Collins. And Gina Vogie. And we have something we need from you. We need your help. We want to get the word out on this little thing that we call our podcast that we love so, so much. And we're hoping you could help us out with that. We need your help to spread the word by giving us some five-star stellar reviews. So iTunes is great. Spotify. However you are listening to this podcasts rate us review us subscribe so we can share the world with blonde moments (laughs) that's what you're here for right (laughs) we appreciate you telling people about us getting the word out sending us your stories we love you guys you bring us life we just keep asking and asking but we're giving yeah we are givers (laughs) and we have found out that's important it's so important don't be a tiny taker be a big giver if you could write in your reviews five stars is preferred your blondes would appreciate it and we love you so much thank you for listening thanks for listening Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everyone, to Blonde Moments Podcast. I'm Gina Vogie. And I'm Melinda Collins. We're happy to be here. And to be heard. And to be heard. (laughs) Heard and heard. I was just saying to Melinda, we have to do like a microphone check, check, checka, microphone checka (laughs) uh, before we start recording. And I said, I always feel like I get really loud. Like all of a sudden, I'm just loud. You're just so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so so scared. scared. (laughs) We started talking about that episode of Saved by the Bell where, what is her name? Jessie. Jessie. Jessie Spano. (laughs) What was she taking? Like, she, like, like, um, Adderall? Like, no dose. No dose. Oh, <laughs> that's right. It was no dose. Because she was studying to For, get yeah. like ACT scores or SAT scores because yeah. she had to get into the best college. What was it? Stanford. <laughs> Have to get into Stanford. And she was studying and just taking these no dose. So she could stay awake and study. And then she got addicted to them. And then she collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> she got addicted to the no-dos and got like called out for it. I think uh, it was Zach mm-hmm. Morris who called her out and he was like, Jesse. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Melinda was saying that she posted that meme of her saying, I'm so excited. But it was for, so for something different though. Like it was just the part where she's saying, I'm so I'm excited. I'm so scared. Yeah, whatever. No, no. It doesn't even – it was just like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, that was it. Because okay. somebody was telling me something. I'm like, oh, that's still funny. It's still fitting. And somebody tweeted at me, you do know she's abusing drugs at that point. I'm like, oh, my On a God. fake TV show. Yeah, relax. Yeah. She went on to become a stripper in yeah. that movie, so she's doing just <laughs> no fine. No kidding. What was that movie called where she was a stripper? Oh, no. I can't think of it. Strip tease? Was that it? Or No, that was the Demi Moore one, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I just remember she was like the head honcho stripper and she was like bitchy to the other strippers. No, that was the other woman. Oh, that's right. Wow, I need to watch this movie again. But and it's been great a- tits in the movie. <laughs> you know. So it's worth a watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all in cahoots And here. you don't need to get butthurt about a meme. That's what we're learning. What here. was her name? It's Elizabeth something, right? Elizabeth Jeez, man, my I'm on like four hours of sleep though, so my brain ain't working. Yeah, that's why you're Elizabeth Berkeley. That's right. 
I put in Elizabeth Perkins and I got somebody else. Showgirls. Showgirls. Yes. That was yes. the name of it. Because then there was that brunette who was the the mean the one. The mean one. Yeah. Because she was supposed to be like timid and like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this another one of your shower scenes you act out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ralph. Wait, in your shower scene where you're acting this out, are you the timid one or are you the bitchy one? No, I'm the timid one, obviously. Oh, <laughs> you know this with me and Ralph and Lord of the Flies. Like, <laughs> I'm the only girl, Ralph. <laughs> so, yeah, I would be the timid, you know, girl. I feel like if I was acting it out, I'd be the of course you would and that's why we balance each other out so well <laughs> got those tassels on your nipples oh, just hell yeah and i would be walking out on stage covering my nipples i can't show them <laughs> oh here's a peek <laughs> unless i had tequila then game over then fuck it which by the way i had my trip to mexico and i have found a tequila that i love what is it azul and you've oh, seen it, like I'm sure. Casa Azul? Sure. And they're in those big, weird-looking bottles yes, the, where you can hit the top of them and it goes ding, ding. That I don't know. I just had the shots. I, Clearly I don't know. I do. It's a <laughs> blue and white bottle. Yeah, Casa Azul. Ah, uh, so smooth. Very good. $40 a shot, but one in Rome, Yeah. right? Well, you can buy a bottle and have it at home, and then you can ding the little bell on top all by yourself at home <laughs> while you're... And then I just black out with things inside of me, like all the vegetables from my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Tequila is my, my wild one. But me too. I was, As a matter of fact, uh-oh. I went out this Sunday, this past Sunday, for our friend Addie's birthday, and Addie <laughs> loves tequila. Like, mm-hmm. that's her jam, too. Now, mind you, your girl Jean over here, you know it's me and wine. Like, I love wine. Wine is my jam. Gina doesn't really drink hard liquor, let alone tequila. <laughs> like how you're talking about yourself in third person. <laughs> <laughs> you would totally be the bitch in Showgirls. I, I would. Gina would only show her nipples to paying customers. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, of course, we go out for brunch and we're drinking tequila. Not only am I drinking shots of tequila, which I never do, I'm mixing them with liquor. We decided to go to Potawatomi after bar hopping. Which is a casino. And I don't remember much of it. (laughs) (laughs) I do know that it turns out if you're too drunk on tequila, you will get kicked out of Pato. Now, how bad do you have to be to get kicked out of a casino? (laughs) I I couldn't walk. (laughs) Because there is some questionable people there. Yeah. And you stuck out. I stuck out. Well, I was having a hard time walking, apparently. And my friend Addie was taking me to go get food. And uh, like a security guy carrying a money cart drove by or rolled by, whatever. And uh, he was like, she has to go because I was having a hard time walking. And Addie said, I looked at the guy and stuck my tongue out at him. <laughs> don't tell me what I have to do. Don't, don't you tell me I got to go. So then they had to, you know, call my husband because he was actually not taking shots of tequila and he was playing blackjack. And they were like, yeah, you got to come get your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And the moral of this story is I won't be drinking tequila again for a very long time. And how'd you feel the next day? Like ass. (laughs) Like a big pile of butthole. That's the worst. Uh, Yeah. When I was in Mexico, I literally was drinking 
a little bit of everything. And I'm surprised I – I mean, I had wine and champagne, tequila, oh. rum, vodka, just mixing it all. And I felt great, probably because I got the most sleep I've had <laughs> right? since before I was pregnant. You must metabolize liquor better than I. I think I'll stick to my wine. <laughs> It was really funny, though. One night we went out to this restaurant called Harry's in Cancun, which is a really nice steak and seafood restaurant. And we had this – there was a big group of us. I don't know, 16 of us maybe? Maybe not that many. Maybe I don't know how to add. But we had this like big-ass luxury shuttle bus that was taking us back to – Oh, nice. You're safe. You don't have to worry about drinking and driving. But it was like theater seating on there. So they progressively kind of went up. Well, me and one of the girls – Amy that Sounds I went like with. like a fancy bus. It was. The seats were leather. It was beautiful. Dang. Obviously, we're high rolling out there, you know. <laughs> um, but me and Amy, we were feeling pretty good. And we're in the back seat and they have handles on the backs of the seats. Mm-hmm. And when he would make turns, we were like, we're on the log ride. And we were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we were so annoyed. <laughs> but you know what? You were having a good old time. Hey, we were drinking. What was a uh, 1940 what's the name 1942 Don 19... Julio. how do i know more about tequila i'm not a big tequila drinker because <laughs> yeah. it makes me crazy like like wild how do i know more about tequila and i don't really drink it well you also have experience in a restaurant yeah that's true 1942 so, is really good though it's smooth not as good as a, a zool a casa azul, yeah well you will notice today too i'm wearing my belieber sweatshirt my justin bieber sweatshirt because mm-hmm. his new album just came out <laughs> and he just shaved his mustache he had a mustache but he shaved it and i am so excited because <laughs> you're holding your bosom I, <laughs> my beebs he is coming – well, he's actually coming to Summerfest, but I don't want to see him at Summerfest because it's too crowded. I want to go see him in Chicago, and I'm dragging you with me. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. I'll go. All right. I, I'm sure I'll have a great time. But you're wearing this sweater, sweatshirt. Yes. I always say the wrong word, of Bieber, and my son puked on it. So that's just telling you how we feel about his – I'm just kidding. <laughs> back just, off of the Biebs. No, I, I like his music. I'm just not like a diehard – he also has his new documentary that came out on YouTube, which is very good. Have you watched it? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> My husband looked at me this morning with this Bieber sweatshirt on, just like shook his head. I'm like, what? You don't want to go to the concert with me? He's like, hard pass. Oh, but then I have to go with you? Well, I would rather you go instead, but I just had of to course, like, say that you. so he felt like he was invited, you know? <laughs> Just had to make him feel included. Yeah. It's like I knew he would say no, so I could ask you. Mm -hmm. you I like that. Sorry, honey. Because then if you would have asked me first and then not him, he would have been like, why didn't you ask me? What if I wanted to go? Mm -hmm. Because even though he didn't, maybe he would once. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We see how you boys are. So you're talking about documentary. Maddie and I just watched one called The Pharmacist on Netflix. It was really good. It was about this pharmacist who in – God, it had to be like 2000 – early 2000, maybe like 2001 or five, somewhere around there. His son ends up getting murdered. He was like 22 years old. Oh, no. And this the dad goes on this hunt to find out to who find the, who the murderer it. was. And then it goes all the way into the opioid epidemic. Crisis, yeah. And I'm not going it, to – it's kind of related to the murder, but not really – but it was so good. Is this on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I'll have to put it on my watch list. I think it's four or five episodes. 
but it was definitely worth the watch. This reminds me of the donkey of the day today from the morning show. Okay. <laughs> it was a guy from Florida. Okay. <laughs> they compared it to like Hansel and Gretel because these two men from Clearwater robbed a pharmacy of opioids, but they emptied all the pills out and then kept chucking the pill bottles out. So they literally found them by a, a trail of the pill bottles. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, how dumb are you? And they, like, videotape themselves and stuff, too. So once they followed the trail of the pill bottles, they were the men that matched the video surveillance at the store, and they had taken videos on their cell phones. Jeez. Well, I will tell you, though, watching that documentary really, really made me miss talking about true crime. So maybe I, we should do like a mini summer series where we talk about ooh, true crime stuff. Mini summer series. Yeah. Well, it you just guys let us. sexy. <laughs> mini summer series. <laughs> Buy your stupid blondes. But if you guys listening are interested in that, give us a shout out and let us know if You'd like that. I like miss it because I like doing the research and reading the stories. And I'm still watching documentaries and all that stuff. I do too. It's fascinating. Like Forensic Files is my go-to show Mm -hmm. when I don't know what to watch. Mm -hmm. His voice is soothing to me. (laughs) That's terrifying. (laughs) I like to go to sleep to stories about murder. (laughs) Well, today's topic – what is today's topic? Work stories. Oh, we have the right work (laughs) stories. And today's blonde moment is brought to you by Gina. <laughs> work stories, that's right. We all have a job, or you should, and we all have drama at work. <laughs> or you should. Or you should. <laughs> Jeez, she's telling you guys what to do with your lives. Well, you have to pay the bills somehow. Touche, my friend. Uh, but what did you say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. We're done. We're not even drinking today. We'll be drinking the next time we record, though, because we're going to be recording at night. Wherever you work, there's drama, right? There is no quote-unquote perfect place to work. There's always some asshole that you work with or somebody who's lazy or somebody who's a know-it-all or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who's in a work meeting and, and you just want the work meeting to be over and they, they're like, does anyone have any questions? And somebody raises their hand and talks about some dumbass shit. Yeah. When I was in college, I swear in every class there was always one of those people and it was always one person who knew more than the professor mm-hmm. and it was always a nurse. I swear to God, it was somebody who was going to nursing school. No really? offense to nurses, but they just knew more than the professors. There was always one of them. Maybe they have good nursing programs then. Well, I didn't say they were a nurse yet. They were oh, going for nurse. Nurse in training. <laughs> we're making no sense. Now. No. <laughs> but my first story for work stories today is from a listener – her name is Laura. All right. And I love this story because there is a Yelp review that goes along with this. Oh, <laughs> no. She the said, internet warriors of the Yelp reviews. Mm-hmm. But you're going to get a kick out of this. This okay. is really funny. She said, hi, I'm Laura, longtime listener, first time story sharer. A few years ago, working at Target by restocking shelves early every morning while I was going to college... I worked alongside this very eccentric guy, six foot something with highlighter green hair and aspirations of becoming a punk rocker in his band, playing or should I say banging on his drums. 
This guy had absolutely no filter or care in the world. There was this day, as a few of us were restocking the shavers, where he mentions out of nowhere that he uses the same shaver that he shaves his facial hair with to shave his balls. Oh. (laughs) All the workers look at him and and give him this look of like, the fuck? TMI. Well, one day, as all of us were stocking the back-to-school area while the store had just opened, he decided to let out this big-ass fart. (laughs) (laughs) If if I remember correctly, it smelled disgusting. The guys obviously laughed, only encouraging him to let out another one while the ladies gave him the same, the fuck, facial expression as usual. Fast forward to a few days later, I'm bored and browsing through our store's Yelp reviews, and I come across a one-star review of a lady who had complained about that same incident. I've attached the <laughs> screenshot of the Yelp review to this email. Yes. yes. <laughs> she wasn't too pleased that he had disturbed her, quote-unquote, peace and quiet time at, quote-unquote, Target. <laughs> so unbeknownst to all of us, Target guests had actually heard and probably smelled his farts. We told him about his Yelp review, and he couldn't give two shits about it, shrugging it off, LOL. <laughs> Working those well, early. No, of course he doesn't. He shaves his face with his <laughs> ball hairs. Of course he doesn't give a fuck. But is that like normal? Like is I, that? <laughs> I do not think that's normal. I mean, I shave my face with my coochie shaver. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. I don't shave my face. Uh, she says, working those early hours, I came across a lot of interesting people similar to him. Glad to have now graduated school and finding my forever job outside of Target. Thank you. And by the way, you ladies have a kick-ass podcast making me LMAO at work. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. So this... what's the screenshot? That's yes. Like, let's get to this. Literally. <laughs> and I will I will post this because it's so freaking funny. It says, Tammy C is the target reviewer. One star. <laughs> this review is based solely on my visit this morning. I can take a good joke, dot, dot, dot. But I'm pretty sure when I go shopping at Target at 8 a.m. for peace and quiet time, I should not be subjected to the... <laughs> I can't even say this. so funny. Like, she took the time of day to write this. I should not be subjected to the employee farting, and it's bolded. <laughs> All caps. <laughs> in the back-to-school section and then laughing. Not even an excuse me. The female employee was disgusted, and that made him laugh and cut another. <laughs> good oh my god but you know what tammy i agree i would not appreciate that i don't know that one ever goes to target for peace and quiet though you go to target to try to not spend two (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars maybe that's like her game in her head like i mean it's just never somewhere i'm like oh you know what i'm gonna do today I really need some peace and quiet. I'm going to go to Target. You know, like, <laughs> no. What? It's usually like, let's take a bath and read a good yeah. book with some Beethoven and a tea. Not go shopping at Shave Target. Shave my balls with my face shaver. So I think Tammy C, I'm, I don't know what's going on with her. You know what, though? That actually brings me to something I wanted to bring up. So, like, the do you shave your balls and your face with the same razor? There is this thing going around from last year. So, I'm, like, way out of the loop. But there are people who mix Coca-Cola and milk together. That's disgusting. I'm way out of the loop. I've never heard of this either. Why? I don't know. But, I mean, I've heard of, like, um, what was that drink? A Colorado Bulldog. That was, never like, Kahlua. Heard of it. 
vodka, cream, and then a splash of Coke, right? So that's like the only thing I That could... sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like a white Russian. What was it? Kahlua? Kahlua, vodka, yeah. cream, okay. and a splash of Coke. White Russian with a splash of Coke. Yeah. And Lord knows I love me you some love white it. Russians. You sure do. That's my blackout <laughs> Christmas decorating. So is this like a virgin drink or something? Coke and milk? That just sounds disgusting to me. Well, I think it's a a bigger thing in England. These are both two things that I do not drink. I don't drink soda, let alone Coke, and I don't drink milk. Milk. I am a Pepsi drinker, so. Really? (laughs) That's like, I could live off Pepsi. I did not know this about you. Yes, you you did. We've had this conversation because you're so uppity and how you don't drink soda. I'm Gina. (laughs) I'm the bitchy stripper. (laughs) But no, I... Soda is very bad for you. They're empty calories. It's a lot of sugar. It's bad for your teeth. And you, as a hygienist, should know this. You know what? All in moderation. And if you're not sipping on it all day, it's okay. Sip all day, get decay. That's how it works. If you have a glass of soda oh with a meal. Oh, my God. Did you just say sip all day, get decay? <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got to use this podcast for some good, okay? Oh I'm getting the word out there. But if you drink soda, have some water after, it will neutralize the pH and everybody's falling asleep or right now. just not drink soda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a water girl. I like water. I do. That's probably what I drink the most of. But I have to say, so I've been trying to not drink any soda, just with working out and everything. And try I, drinking it with milk, and then you won't. <laughs> you won't want to drink I would it. Be vomit at all. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a soda, a Pepsi, which honestly has been my favorite forever, and it did nothing for me. Oh, I was at I was at the airport coming home, and we had stopped at <laughs> Guy Fieri's. Oh God, restaurant. Oh my, it was just no good restaurants in an airport. I don't care whose it name was is behind it. Fantastic. You're lying. They had table side guac. It was fantastic. <laughs> like literally I wanted to put it inside. Wait, of what me. airport was this in? <laughs> Cancun. Cancun. Okay. Well, maybe they have better food there. It was fantastic. And then I got a mac and cheese burger. <laughs> I do love mac and cheese pizza. It was huge though. I could, mac and cheese pizza is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Brick three, pizza in Milwaukee. Or Ian's. Break three pizza <laughs> Milwaukee is my favorite. Um, well, that, anyways, that's a no go for me on the soda or the Coke and milk. I'm, I'll pass. Yeah. Pass. So I want to know what you guys think out there. Is that something you've ever tried? Is it something that maybe we need to try at some point? I'll put the poisonous soda and milk in Gina's body and make me drink it. Oh my god! Instagram live trying to drink milk and soda the only thing i could think of though was maybe it's kind of like disgusting like a cream cream soda <laughs> right snotted out of my nose <laughs> um one person had actually tweeted that they drink mountain dew and milk that's disgusting so i don't know it sounds just disgusting to me I vomit but maybe it's like a cream soda like you know root beer float that's ice cream and root beer. Don't like those either. Oh, some. Are you American? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. You're an alien. I'm an alien. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I'm an alien. Kiss me. Kiss, kiss, kiss me. Everyone's like, no. Okay, we're don't. done. We're done. <laughs> don't start that. 
I have a listener's story sent in too. This is from Kim. She said, hmm, I've got one for you. This girl won't stop trolling me with her loud eating and gum popping. Ha ha ha. Kim, I feel personally attacked. Because <laughs> this is about me. Is it? Yes. Kim, I feel personally attacked. Do you just follow her around? and? <laughs> well, because... Kim is one of those people who cannot stand the sound of people eating with their mouth open or chewing gum or anything like that. And I know this about her. So I do it on purpose, mm-hmm. to be fair. Like I'll snap my gum around her or I'll chew with my mouth open by her and it just bothers her so Kim, much. I probably shouldn't agree with you because now Gina's going to come after me <laughs> with this shit and I don't like it. But I, especially people popping their gum. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. I'll literally ask her for a piece of gum get it from her and then snap it every time I'm around Okay, her. well, that's her own damn fault then. I'd be like, fresh out, no gum here? Yeah, she provides it. Mm. I said, um, she sounds awesome. <laughs> she said, she actually is. So thanks, Kim. Oh, just kissing each other's butts now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one says, my first job out of college was at a live TV show. A great learning experience for the work, yes, but mostly for learning about how to handle absolutely crazy people. Before I came in one morning, a woman everyone called Pot Roast Lady. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did they call her Pot Roast Lady? Uh, maybe she smelled like Pot, pot Roast. roast. <laughs> smelled like beef. She came beef in. Beef curtains. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, beefy. Oh, my God. No, this is a real story. Melinda and I were out one night. It wasn't even, it's not, she's not a friend of ours. She's an acquaintance, right? Uh Uh-huh. She was wasted and for sure blackout, right? Yeah. And she had panties on and a very short dress and she kept like flailing her legs around when she was drunk, exposing one beef curtain (laughs) hanging out of the panties. (laughs) Just one. Just one. But it was a big beef curtain. It was very meaty. It was very meaty. It was very beefy. And we were like, try, we were like, close your legs. But I wasn't about to take her panties and like pull them around her beef curtain. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know her that well. We didn't know her that well to do that. If it was you, I would cover you up. Thank you. (laughs) I would enjoy it. But I think your husband was the one who gave her that nickname, right? Yeah, because he was there. And, mm-hmm. and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, your friend's vagina lip is hanging out. <sighs> we so tried helping her. To we be tried. Fair, we did. We tried, but I did not need to see that. No, it was entertaining. So back to Pot Roast Lady. <laughs> She came in really hungover and still drunk from the earlier show that morning. I guess she was really drunk because she threw up on herself. Oh, no. But instead of getting up and cleaning herself off, she just took off her shirt and proceeded to work on the rest of the show without a shirt. (laughs) She really took the show must go on to heart, I guess. Heck yeah. Anyways, I came in at the end of the show and all my coworkers just looked a mixture of horrified and stunned. She still works there, I think. <laughs> Got to do the news. <laughs> <laughs> These people need their news, whether I am topless or not. Yeah. I like it. I like her style. Just everybody loves the drunkest one because it's they're entertaining as long as they're not hurting anybody. They're having a good old time. Let her, you know, 
Free in the nipple. Free the nipple. God gave us nipples for a reason. (laughs) We're going to free them. And it's not to squirt breast milk on festival goers. It is not. Which we've learned on a previous episode. Yes, that's gross. Okay. (laughs) I was laid off from a company eight years ago. But 10 years ago, I approached the receptionist who I knew was recently married and they were trying to conceive and asked her how far along she was. Oh, no. (laughs) This not, no. Apparently, (laughs) as it was pointed out to me later by fellow co-workers, that she had been eating more as she was upset she couldn't get pregnant. Oh. I've said a lot of stupid things over the years, but I still believe that was my worst. If ever in doubt, people... Just don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask. Because you know what, too? Like, even after you've had a baby, you don't want people to still ask you how far along you are. No. Because sometimes it takes a while to get that off, too. So if you don't know it 100%. It could be a tumor. Like, you don't know. True story. <laughs> you I went was... dark. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Lord. This is the only time in my life I've ever done this. I was in a Walmart in rural Kentucky. Okay, we were camping. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we were camping, and it was the closest store to get supplies. So this young woman checking us out, she was tiny with a large, round belly. And I was preoccupied, like, you know, getting all the shit we were getting. My husband were talking, and I, I looked at her, and I go, oh, what are you having? And she looked at me, and she was like, huh? You know? And my husband, <laughs> my poor husband... <laughs> He, he looks at the lady, he goes, for lunch, a sandwich? <laughs> yes. Chris with the save. <laughs> a sandwich? <laughs> Turkey? Cheese? And we're all just looking at each other. And my husband's just like trying to pay as fast as he can to get us out of there. <laughs> we yeah. got in the parking lot. He's like, "You just ruined that girl's day." We just wanted to bring her food. That's that's <laughs> <laughs> nice save, Chris. That's impressive. Uh, impressive. Yeah, a sandwich. <laughs> that's the first and last time I will ever say that. Learned my lesson. <laughs> Here's another mortifying story. It's real quick, but at work, I told a little boy to not run with his arms in his shirt. Then the dad told me he had no arms. <gasps> oh, yeah. no. Ouch. <sighs> Foot inserted directly in mouth. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't be running, right? I don't even know how you back out of that one. Yeah, like you can't backtrack from that one. You're just like, oh my God, I'm. you just apologize. Mm-hmm. At that point, you just immediately apologize. I'm so sorry, you know. I've, I've done something kind of similar, but it was with a baby this Little, oh, no. This little kid was dressed up like a girl with like a dressish sort of top on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she's so cute. You know, I'm like pinching her cheeks. It was a patient of mine who was uh-huh. a newer patient. I didn't know okay. them very well. And I kept going on and on like, she's a really cute girl. Like going on and on. And they're like, oh, no. this is a boy. And I was like, oh, my God. And I know nowadays, you know, you're not supposed to have gender and whatever, but ah, I think it's just kind of that old assumption that if it's a baby wearing pink, it's a girl, you know, or if this, it was like a, it was like a yellowish dress with like a pink. Right. So that's like the assumption, right? So I don't think, I mean, it was a dress, but there's nothing you can do about that. No. You know, like I think that's a natural assumption and 
And babies all kind of look, look alike. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think you're. But you I still out, felt. I don't think you were out of line. I okay? still felt terrible. Well, yeah, because you don't want to ever insult somebody's child, right? Mm-hmm. We're not that mean. That reminds me of the office too. So this, the one of the branches closes, and they merge the branches, and this woman starts working there and she has a child and she brings a child in the office and Pam who's the receptionist she goes oh she's so cute and the woman's like well she's a boy and then she's like oh well she's wearing pink and she's like it's his favorite color <laughs> he's well, not even a year old what's the alternative saying it's so cute I think that's more sensitive. there yeah I think that's I think more offensive to call your child an it right I think you're supposed to say there there I don't know there, Someone can there, educate us on, educate us on this, but I just don't say it now. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Just say, what a sweet baby. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Adorable baby. Precious. Precious little child. Don't call my child a child. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> All right, I have another fun story. I had just hired a young man for my office. It was his first day on the job, and in his first hour, one of the fluorescent lights went out. I asked him if he wouldn't mind changing it, and of course he didn't. He hopped up on a desk, switched the bulb, then promptly jumped down. It was as he landed that the seam of his pants blew out. <laughs> oh. He looked mortified at the sound of tearing fabric. <laughs> I, ever the professional, cracked up. With tears in my eyes, I told him to go to the bathroom, take off his pants, and hand them to me. I sewed them up the seam for him. Aww. Could you imagine having your new boss sew up your pants <laughs> on your first day of a new job? <laughs> first of all, I think it's impressive that she had a sewing kit on hand. Right? You go, girl. She's a boss bitch, man. She said, I knew from that moment on he was going to be a great employee. Yeah, because you can blackmail him. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one time? I had just started a new job and was trying to bond with my new colleagues in the kitchen. So far, so good. That is until I needed the milk for my coffee. Rather than politely asking if I could borrow it, for a reason still unknown to myself, I blurted out, milk me. <laughs> Followed it with a nod in the direction of the milk, only making the situation creepier and more awkward. I'm the queen of awkward moments. Milk me. Well, my next story is an awkward moment one as well, too. I told my boss I loved him at the end of a phone call. I was multitasking while we talked and distractedly ended the call with, all right, love you, see you later, like I usually do with my family. I caught myself and was very confused and started rambling with such eloquent statements as, oh my God, I didn't mean that. I absolutely don't love you. No, I mean, I like working for you, but I know you're married and I'm married and I'm not flirting, so please don't. It's making it way worse by backpedaling that hard. He said at some point during my backpedaling, he just hung up. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I'm done. It's like when the waiter comes to ask you uh, how your meal is and you're like, it's good. How's yours? Yeah. Or have a safe flight. You too. (laughs) To the flight attendant or or not flight attendant. That would make sense. Uh, The flight receptionist. I don't know. What do you call them? The people who check you into your flight? Flight attendant? No. No, because they'd be on the plane with you. Oh, you like the the people at the desk that are like make you scan your ticket. 
Those people? Exactly. Yeah. See, I got you. I don't know what those people are called. Flight checker inners. Yep, that's that's it. <laughs> I like to chew things. A lot of people do. But this one time, I went a bit overboard during a big sales presentation, and as my turn to speak approached, I somehow managed to pierce my lip with the staple I was chewing. <gasps> I shrieked, swore, and bled oh, all over my notes. No. Even reading that sentence about chewing on a staple makes my teeth hurt. Yeah, why would you want to chew on a staple? No, like I just think of all the damage you can do to your teeth, but like the Even thought the, of biting. The feeling of it though. Ugh. I don't like that one. I don't either. Blech. I was supervising a design update to the office suite across the hall from where my office was located. It required some. It required. It required. <laughs> It required some light construction, drywall, painting, carpet, stuff like that. The contractor randomly asked me to come over to resolve a quick issue. As we walked around, he mentioned that the new cabinets and counters had just been installed yesterday. Without even thinking, I walked right into the kitchenette to see them, which was unfortunate because that room was full of flooring guys who were laying the mud for new floor onto the concrete. In my stiletto heels, I slid on the mud halfway across the room into the new cabinet area, executed a weird twirl that caused my knee-length skirt to fly up and fell through the doorway into a roll of unwrapped carpet. (laughs) I shriek, mumbled an apology, and limped quickly back to my desk across the hall. (laughs) I didn't realize till later that I left a trail of muddy high heel prints all the way out through the door and into my office. I love that she's wearing stilettos at work. I do too. Work it, girl. But falling in front of people is always embarrassing. I've fallen a lot in my life. I have too. I'm clumsy. And I'm the first person to laugh at you, though, if you fall. Me too. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I Actually, I'm the person to ask if you're okay first, and then I laugh. I am not. <laughs> I am the opposite. I will hysterically – I mean, I'll still ask you while I'm laughing if you're okay at one company holiday party, a coworker grabbed my hand and licked, full on lapped my palm. Oh my god. <laughs> that is disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. You just never know where people's hands have been. I had someone lick my face once at work. Like a drunk regular. Oh god. Gave me a hug and like licked my face. I was like, what the hell like, is like, happening? Yeah. He just looked like a piece of chicken. I don't know. I mean, he's an older gentleman. He has to be in his late sixties, early seventies, you know, so it's like It's like, damn, that cheek looks good. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, okay, well. And then your cheek smells like there's spit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Why did you just lick my face? Nope. Went in for the hug and just licked the face. I don't like that. Yeah. I didn't either. Now I'm going to lick you when I see you. (laughs) I'm going to make sure I eat a lot of garlic. Uh, This particular regular always smells like old spice, too. Like a gallon of it. So I smell like old spice and old man spit. (laughs) Old spice and old spit. I once slapped my former boss in the face. I'm a woman. He's a man just a couple of years older than me. We had a good relationship and we were joking and talking. He said something sarcastic and I raised my hand to mock slap him playfully. Note to younger self, that was really stupid. He turned his head suddenly into my hand and it turned into a full on slap. (laughs) He looked totally shocked. I can imagine. And I was horrified. (laughs) 
I hope it wasn't a new job because that would make it even worse. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they had a rapport, <laughs> okay. right? So. Yeah. Right. A rapport. See that fancy word I use there? You are so educated. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Big word. This one has to be one of my favorite work stories. Obviously, I love the Target Yelp review one. Yes, I like that one too. I stopped asking my coworkers how their weekends were after one had responded with, not good. My husband's teeth rotted and we had to spend all night at the dentist getting them pulled. As if that wasn't bad enough, she she proceeded to pull out a pill container, open it and say, they're gross. Smell them and tries to hand them to me. First of all, it's not like your teeth just rot overnight. Overnight. That's just what I was going to say. It takes a while to get to there. Second of all, why are you keeping your husband's teeth? I could see if he wanted to keep his own. Yeah, you're just walking around with a jar. Does she open them and smell them throughout the day like my strange addiction? Oh, no. (laughs) My strange addiction. I can't stop smelling my husband's rotted teeth in a pill jar. Oh, my God. I'm literally going to throw up. My eyes are watering. They are. I can see oh my them. <laughs> Too far. Too far. Well, I mean, in that one My Strange Addiction show, that woman was like eating her husband's ashes. I see. Is smelling rotten teeth that bizarre? I don't know. To me, that's worse. Because I know that smell. Oh, it's an awful smell. Oh, my God. Like, I seriously was about to throw up. <laughs> Did you ever see the My Strange Addiction? I loved this show, FYI. They mm-hmm. need a new reboot of it, where the woman was addicted to stinging herself with bees. Yes. She like thought she, it was curing her arthritis, right? She legit had a jar of bees in her purse and tweezers at all point in time. And then she would sting herself and then cry over the fact that she had just killed the bee. Yes. Like this woman had – that's multiple issues right there. Mental health issues yeah. are – there was a woman who walked around with a jar of gasoline. Gasoline. And, uh-huh. Do you remember her fingernails were like rotting? Yeah. I, I think of that lady every time I go to the gas station because she literally just had a little vial of it Gas, in her purse. Yeah. Again, jar of teeth doesn't say that. Maybe we should start asking our listeners, what's in your purse? What's in your- oh, man. <laughs> what are you carrying around? I don't even know what's in my purse right now. I will tell you, I have a patient who – he's one of my favorite. His name is John. I truly love him, but he's an older man, and he's he's lost some teeth over the years. He has some health concerns, and that you know contributes to why he's had some tooth loss. But when I first met him, he told, told me with his first – tooth extraction he asked to keep the tooth and they gave him the tooth it's very common people want to keep their teeth really yeah i think it's bizarre but i think it's just because it's like a piece of you i mean i understand there's some people like there's like a gold crown or gold or whatever they want to keep it but i still think it's weird you know it's i say that and i have my dog's teeth baby teeth Maybe I am a problem here. <laughs> I'm a little like, weird. what? Yeah. How did you even find your dog's well, baby? The teeth? ones I could find, I kept. So maybe I am a little weird here too. <laughs> She's got a jar of Gatsby's teeth in her pocket right now. So, <laughs> is that a jar of teeth in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? But he said so. His granddaughter lived with him and his wife. And he was raising her for Christmas one year. He gave her a tooth? He gives her a jewelry box. (laughs) 
like a, you know, like thinking you're going to open it up and see some earrings or you're going to open it no. up and get a necklace. And it was a tooth. He gave her one of his extracted rotted no. teeth. And I was dying laughing. And I go, you could not have done this. This poor girl is so excited thinking she's getting a piece of jewelry from her grandpa. So was it a prank? Yeah. He was being funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. But so anytime, like he's over the course of years, he's had to have a few teeth extracted here and there. He has some autoimmune diseases and whatever. Aww. So it, it causes bone yeah. loss and blah, blah, blah. But he is, I always said, oh, I'm not letting you take this one home with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to end up. I wonder how old his granddaughter was. Oh, she's a patient too. Oh, so she's in her twenties. Even better, she's yeah. like, "Yep, Grandpa gave me his tooth." Yeah, she she was a very nice girl, but she you could tell was like grossed out because I asked her. I'm like, "Your Grandpa told me. Can you confirm or deny this story?" She's embarrassed. But now she's I'm like, like oh my God. I'm questioning my whole life. I'm like making fun of this lady with her husband's rotted teeth, and I keep my dog's baby. Teeth. I don't even have Dexter's teeth. So, do you have your daughter's? Just like one or two. Okay, see, I'm not that weird then. Ha ha ha, dog teeth are cuter <laughs> than baby teeth. I'll keep my son's teeth, his foreskin, his belly, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've seen these things where they're like molds where when your kid's teeth fall out, you can put their teeth in the mold until it makes like a full. No, no, no. Yeah. No. So then you can have a full display mold of. What you are know, you going to do with that? I have no idea. Like a full. Be a big weirdo. Okay. I guess I don't know what I'm going to do with my dog's teeth either, but I'm not having them like. <laughs> She's got a mold upstairs with Gatsby's mouth. Shit. I just totally exposed myself. <laughs> oh my God. I have the story pulled up because remember we talked about this before. About the man who peed in his co-worker's coffee pot. Mm-hmm. And show the picture of the man here. Oh, okay. He looks <laughs> like he'd pee in a coffee pot. If you were thinking of pissing in a co-worker's drink, here's something that you should give you a pause. A man who had admitted to spiking his colleague's coffee with urine was ordered to pay $5,000 in damages. And that fine was in addition to the year-long prison sentence he'd already received. And you'd have no way of knowing. Like, when you're drinking it, like, you're not going to know. I mean, urine smell is pretty strong. But it depends on how much he peed in there. And Well, it said, James Carroll Butler used an empty soda can to scoop urine from a toilet into <gasps> his co-worker's personal coffee pot at the water treatment plant in somewhere Virginia. He returned the pot to the coffee maker, hoping his co-worker would be the person who would get the urine-tainted coffee. Sure enough, the co-worker tried to brew coffee but stopped when he was hit with a strong smell oh. of urine, observing fluid already inside his coffee pot that he had not put in there. He told a supervisor who suggested testing the liquid at a lab. The results came back positive for urine oh. and feces. <gasps> well, because of the toilet. Uh, yeah. But I wonder Butler what he confessed to the crime the next day. What did he do to him? He said, I'd done something I am very much ashamed of to a coworker for reasons that are stress related and things going on in my life and on and off the job. I am very much ashamed of my stupid and childlike behavior, Butler wrote in a letter. <laughs> that's like when people use like a roommate's toothbrush to clean a toilet like that's not okay to do that you know what this actually brings up this thing i saw too there's a th this tweet going around of people pooping in the shower 
What? Yes. Let me bring this up because Why? this is. You can't put poo down the drain. <laughs> I mean, you could. You'd have to be have really hot water, I guess. But that would smell so bad. You and what do you what do you do? I mean, unless you have like an open drain. So oh. there is a survey that revealed that one in thirty people poop in the shower. No. I mean, I've heard of peeing in the shower, but pooping? Right. So then there's also, there's this there's this meme. It said, would you poop in the shower like this? And it shows a bird. It's a cartoon, but a person pooping, and then they're using their foot to, like, squish the poop down the drain. It says, <gasps> no. or like this, where they're pooping, but they catch the poop and then throw it in the toilet. <laughs> so I'll post that little picture, too. But one in 30? Oh, my God. What do you, like, what... I love the cartoon animation of him catching the turd with his hand <laughs> out of his butt. <laughs> but one in 30, that's that's a lot. I don't feel like I know anybody who's pooped in the shower. Let's put a poll up. Have you ever pooped in the shower? <laughs> yes or no? I mean, I can understand if... No, I don't even know. I, I don't, I don't even know. Who would even think... See, my first thought was it going down the drain when you told me the right, story. Right, right. But people really think about catching it in their hand and throat tossing it in the <laughs> toilet. Like, what? <laughs> what if you didn't have a toilet right next to your shower? You had to, like, get then, out of the shower with shit in your hand. And then you are the squish it down, down the, drain the drain with your foot. When I was oh, a- Hold on. Just got to catch this turd. Throwing the toilet. <laughs> when I was a little kid, my mom had me and my sister bathing together, and I guess I pooped in the bathtub. My mom drained it, put us back in, and I pooped in it again. <laughs> I actually talked <laughs> I talked about that in my sister's speech at her wedding because I was like, "Hey, oh. shit happens." You know, it was really funny. I don't remember the speech now, but I was a baby. You know, yeah. as yeah. an adult, I can't. I can. I can one hundred percent guarantee you, I have never pooped in my shower. <laughs> 100% agreed. I have peed while I'm in the shower. I've, I'm a shower peer. I've totally done that. But I wash my legs with soap and a loofah. There was another thing going I around. I don't. And, I just carry the golden shower with me Yeah, all day. just let that just <laughs> resonate. But no, honest to God, there was this tweet last year. Some girl had tweeted out that that she doesn't wash her legs in the shower because all the soap naturally goes down. And one of my fellow real worlders, he had posted, he's like, is this what white people are doing now? Is it they just, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, I wash my entire body. I do too. I wash the bottoms of my feet. Everything in between my toes, belly button. We've talked about this, clean your belly button, behind your ears, everything. I'm like, no. You're not ever supposed to put soap in your pussy though. We have we have touched base on this yeah. because on our la- one of our last episodes people were using that for uh lube. Remember they were using yeah. like shampoo. You're not even <laughs> supposed to put soap on there. The vagina has its own cleaning mechanisms. Well, mm. I still have a soap that I use. That's for that. I just use water. Stank poon over <laughs> smelling fresh as a dove. A dead one. <laughs> I don't even know why I use Dove reference. I think Dove's I'm singing soap. the soap, but I don't use the soap. Mm. All right, never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is so funny to me. A coworker kept her urine in the freezer inside a lunch bag in case of random drug tests. She oh confided in me God. she did that. I didn't believe her, and she showed me. I have never put anything in that freezer since. But that is so smart. <laughs> In the freezer, though. Yeah, but then you just put it in the microwave, warm it up to body temperature. But wouldn't that, like, 
damage it? Like nuking it? Like make it like all like I have nuked out or something? Not a clue. I feel like the, with the technology nowadays of DNA, they would know if you microwaved your pee. They have all this science now. I have another fun one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The first day I met my boss, I was sat at my desk talking to him and suddenly started to smell a horrible stench of poop. Oh, God. (laughs) All through the conversation, I was thinking to myself, what could it be? Is it him? (laughs) Dude just smells like turd. Just shit himself. Once the conversation was over, I realized I'd stepped in a huge shit. (laughs) I can't even say it. I realized I'd stepped in a huge pile of dog shit. I'm sure he could smell it the whole time. Worst thing was my boss saw me trying to get it off with a tissue and I had to lie. and I tried to lie and say I'd stepped in some mud. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say he knew that wasn't mud. Yeah. The whole time he's probably wondering what the <laughs> shit smell was. He's <laughs> like, man, this chick we hired real, real stinks. Or a guy, I don't know. Oh, my God. So because... It's our podcast. I got another poop story. Yes. I clean a professional office building at night. In the ladies' room, in one particular stall, there is someone who picks their nose and wipes it on the wall. Oh, that's disgusting. Every day for three years. (laughs) But the really gross and bizarre thing was much worse. Each stall in the ladies' room has those little containers for sanitary disposal with paper bags in them. Opened one up and sitting right on top was a plastic spoon with poop on it. It was a poop spoon. God, I would give anything to know what the story is behind that. (laughs) They just had like this turd. They couldn't push it out. They're just in there scooping it out. Scooping it out the butt. Scoop and poop. Poop and scoop. Like there is a story behind that as to why there was poop on a spoon. So if this is your story. This is is your story. Write it and let us know. Oh my god. Send it directly to Gina. <laughs> Send DM me. Wanna hear those poop stories? Mm. I was hooking up with a guy I couldn't stop drunk texting. So to remind drunk me to stop it, I saved him as XXX to put him at the bottom of my contact list and it stood for Don't do it, nope, stop it. Working in an office at the time, one weekend I get hammered and horny and decide to drunk text XXX anyway. A very detailed sext and apparently passed out pushing after pushing send. The next day I look at my phone and I did not text that guy. Oh, <laughs> I, no. I texted a female co-worker who had just moved to the United States that week from China and her name started with an X. <laughs> <laughs> I was mortified and planned to quit my job and never return. <laughs> I called to apologize, but of course she didn't answer. Who would? My message was a basic, you got something not meant for you. I'm so sorry. Well, on Monday, I went back to work despite my fears. I see her and she is laughing hysterically. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I was thinking, too, that you had a previous story where the girl was saying, I love you. Yes. I've called my dentist dad before. Oh. Like, while you're in front of the patient, thanks, dad, oh. or whatever. And I was like, oh, my. And he looks at me like. <laughs> <laughs> so so keeping with dad, uh, my mom has a story of kind of 
embarrassing for her, but how she is getting the word out about the podcast. Yeah. The best mom, right? She goes, I should have told you this story before the girl wrote hers about the FedEx guy. You remember? When she was listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She goes, I have a similar story. So I listened to your podcast in the morning on my way to work. Of course, your podcast is longer than my commute, so I don't ever finish it. I was in a hurry one morning, and instead of just closing it, I paused it. I was in a huge rush. I had my shoes, my lunch bag, my purse. I was rushing to punch in. I got in the elevator and was fumbling trying to not drop anything and shoved my badge into my purse. I smiled at the doctor that was standing next to me. Of course, somehow my phone unpaused itself while I was shoving my badge into my purse, and of course, it was on loud. It wasn't at a point that was embarrassing, thank God. <laughs> Dang it. I, I was, was hoping it was. <laughs> I know, something like, and then the poop came out. <laughs> I was trying not to drop anything and yet trying to pull out my phone to shut it off. He smiled at me once again and asked me what I was listening to. I know I got really hot and red in the face. I told him it was your podcast. He said, hmm, sounds quite interesting. I thought I was going to die because I wasn't sure what you guys were going to say next. (laughs) You never know. I'm sure it was just a few seconds of time that went on. Trust me, though, it felt like minutes. The door opened and he started to get off and said, I think I'll give it a listen to Oh, my God, the door couldn't have shut fast enough. God, if I see him again, and if he listened as he said he would, I'm sure he'll never look at me the same again. You're welcome. Or he'll be like, this chick rocks. Yeah. I want her on my team. Could go either way. Yeah, or he'll be like, let me tell you of my fetishes. (laughs) Oh, I have a vajinkle. Oh, no, no. Then she'll never look at him the same way. Maybe he'll be like, oh, I can let my freak flag fly. Yeah. That's what we're here for, people. I love that, though. But So thank you, Mom. Mom is the best. She makes the best desserts. Mm-hmm. She rocks. Her carrot cake. Gonna make me hungry. Well, our next episode is on road trips, vacations, etc. Mm-hmm. Any of that fun, exciting stuff. I'm excited to hear some of these, too. Me, too. I'm trying to think if I have any fun ones. Girl. I'm sure I'll think of them in the time there. Just give us that blonde joke. All right. <laughs> give it to me. Yeah. Why is a blonde girl staring at the orange juice box? Because it says concentrate. Oh, dang. <laughs> this blonde girl knows her blonde jokes. I think that's the first one anyone's got. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Blonde Moment. Send in your stories to blondemomentspodcast at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs. And we love you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.